Welcome. You're listening to The Aligned Self, conversations in creating a conscious and abundant life. This is Daniel DeNovi. I'll be your guide and host. Let's see just where we can take this. Hello, friend. Welcome into the Quotable Monday. Today I'm featuring a quote by an ancient Greek philosopher, Heraclitus. This quote has direct implications to manifestation, personal change, healing, and virtually every other area of life of being a human being. But before I get into the quote, I just want to say thank you. Thank you for being here. I understand that you could be anywhere else in the world, doing anything else in the world, and you're here now in this conversation I just want you to know how much I appreciate the energy that you bring to the conversation, your generosity when you share it with others, and I want to thank you for leaving a review so that other people have a glimpse at what they're about to listen to. But more than that, I appreciate your commitment, your personal commitment to growth, because obviously that's why we're here, to delve deep into the areas of consciousness, manifestation, law of attraction other than conscious processing, the subconscious, mental processing, mind stuff, and, you know, all the stuff that has to do with being a human being, being a successful human being. It's all the stuff that goes on behind the scenes, the meta position. Now, as we continue on with this quote, I'd like you to really play with it in your head and sit with it, be with it, because you may glean a different meaning than what I got out of it, but I'm going to share my perspective on it. So for a moment, let's talk about Heraclitus. He was before Socrates. He was one of the ancients, and it's been said that he did write one piece of material down, but it doesn't exist, only portions of it. And he's quoted quite a bit by other philosophers. So evidently, He had something to read. And one of the quotes that a lot of people talk about is this. No man steps in the same river twice, for it is not the same river, and he is not the same man. Now, for me, this has implications on a variety of levels. On one hand, it reminds me of sitting and watching a sunset as the colors cascade across the sky and morph into different versions or different shades of orange, red, purple. At any given moment, I am deep in the realization that each moment is unlike any other moment in time. It's not even the same sunset from the moment I began watching the sunset. By the time I'm two minutes in, three minutes in, five minutes in, it's a completely different sunset than when I first started. So being immersed in the moment, I can be completely present with the fact that this is never going to happen again. There are no such things as ordinary moments. And herein lies the challenge. You see, our brain likes to extrapolate out and provide a certain sense of consistency or constancy in our world. So our minds tend to generalize our experience. Now, on one hand, this is very useful Because that way we don't have to recreate our experience, recreate our perception and our understanding of the world at large. But it's also useful to understand that this can get in our way. Because if we don't think of the world as being dynamic and ever-changing at any given moment, 
then we tend to experience the world based on a past assumption. We're not being present. We may not recognize changes. We may not recognize differences in our environment because we're recreating the world or recalling it from our past, you know, assessment. Now, even the people in your life, you know, they change all the time. Yet it's useful to think of them as having a certain amount of constancy, consistency. My wife, we've been together for almost 13 years now. And just like me, she has predictable patterns. She has predictable ways of being in the world. Yet, it's useful for me to think of her as ever-changing, ever-growing, ever-evolving. That each and every moment with her, I'm dealing with a different person, a different woman. If I realize that, it can keep our relationship fresh. I don't necessarily deal with her the same way all the time. I'm, I can literally rediscover who she is at any given moment. Now, that would be ideal, but I, like a lot of people, can get lazy. And I recreate her from my past experience with her. That is a mistake. And so this quote helps me refine my perception No man steps in the same river twice, for it is not the same river, nor is it the man the same man. Over the years, I've spent a lot of time on rivers. I love canoeing, and I especially love whitewater rafting. Now, in those two sports, you can watch the river flow over the bottom in predictable patterns. Yet, the river, the water, is always changing, always different. And I'm not always aware of how I'm changing in that moment, although some of those trips down the Gauley River in West Virginia on whitewater rafting, I totally know I'm a different man sometimes just on the other side of a set of rapids, but definitely by the end of the trip. But let's say that you're not one to particularly spend a lot of time on the river or in the river. Perhaps you can find a river to sit and meditate by. It's always been one of my most pleasurable meditations is to sit and watch, just stare at the flowing water, realizing that time is flowing by you, that reality is morphing and evolving right before your very eyes. It's a dynamic expression. In fact, life is not static. It is a dynamic exchange of energy. Now, before Heraclitus, No one really talked about that. They actually talked about the constancy and static nature of the universe. I think that's because they were looking at it from a very small perspective. Heraclitus brought this idea that the the universe is in this constant state of flux. Our day-to-day, our reality, our our exchange in life is a dynamic and ever-changing event. Now, how does this factor into the idea of manifestation? You see, if you adopt the idea that we live in a static universe, then drawing things to you or attracting things, manifesting things into our life seems a lot more difficult. Contrast that with the idea that we live in an energetic, dynamic universe where everything is changing, evolving. You know, everything is taking on new electrons, giving off electrons. We're in a dynamic flux of an ever-changing universe. And then when we consider that our thoughts are an energetic point of attraction, magnetizing energy of a like frequency, and then bolstered and amplified by the vibratory nature of our emotions. 
It's then that you can begin to wrap your head around the fact that you could attract what you want in very short order if you're in alignment because the universe is in a constant flux, a dynamic dance of molecules and electrons. It's all a play of energy. You see, when our our mind is stuck in the 3D, we feel or believe that something has to change in a dynamic manner in order for us to attract the reality that we want. But when you're in the understanding that everything is always dynamically and constantly changing, evolving and coalescing into a new expression, then manifesting doesn't seem that far-fetched. Especially when you consider the most recent Nobel Prize awarded in physics. One of the ideas that resulted from the experiments conducted here is that there's no such thing as local reality. So what does that mean? Well, local reality basically says that reality stays the same unless impacted upon something, some energy, some force locally or within the same environment. And the experiments that they did on these photons kind of rewrote some things. One was the idea that light is the fastest thing in the universe. What they proved in their experiment is that consciousness is the fastest thing in the universe. It cannot even be quantified. This realization came about in their experiments on entangled photons. Photons that were sent, or particles that were sent in opposite directions. And because they were entangled, you know, they had a, a, a matching frequency in our, in our lingo. When one shifted based on observation or consciousness, conscious impact, the other entangled photon also shifted, even though at opposite ends of the universe, so to speak. They were entangled. They moved at the very same time. There was no delay. There was no delay from the action on one photon and the action or interaction with the other photon. It was instantaneous. So what that also suggested is that our ideas or our conception or perception of time and space aren't exactly the way things really work. So on one hand, it could be said that the ideas around manifesting and law of attraction involve some magical thinking. But... You know, science is really coming around in proving these ideas, these metaphysical ideas that were once thought metaphysical, you know, non-tangible, are really the driving force in our universe. We'll explore this more down the road, but this is kind of how the, the universe is a dynamic force that's influenced through consciousness. So it's not the speed of light that is the fastest thing. It is the speed of thought. So that's how that plays into manifesting. How does it play into personal development? Well, a lot of people come to me, a lot of people tell me that they're stuck. They feel they're not making any progress. Yet, when you look at the dynamic nature of consciousness in our, in our bodies and in our, our mind in general, you cannot be stuck. It's impossible unless you believe you're stuck. And so as you believe, that's the way the universe shows up to support your belief, to support your point of view. So if you want to shift and change who you are, you basically just have to say, I'm in a dynamic process of changing right now. Right this moment, I'm not even the same person I was a moment ago. And just like the sunset, you are born anew each and every moment. Just like the river, you're a different person each and every moment, 
It is only the ideas, beliefs, and perceptions that you drag from the past into the present that keeps you the same. In fact, on a physical level, and we'll tie this into healing, on a physical level, you're not even the same person you were a minute ago, a second ago. Each and every minute, you're disposing of about 100 million cells. You're also creating every minute 100 million cells. Which means that if you were to stare in the mirror for five minutes, that you're somewhat different physically at the end of that gazing period than you were at the front end of it. In fact, you are being recreated, reborn every minute in the physical context. And then when you bring in your thought processes, you can shift and take on new thoughts and literally move yourself on a whole new trajectory at the speed of thought. And then, my friend, when you consider epigenetics or the influence of internal thoughts, internal environment on the recreation of your cells, the influence of which genes are expressed and which genes are not, you can literally shift and transform your DNA with your thoughts, with how you're being, with your energetic vibe. Sharing this concept with you just brought to mind the lyrics of an Earth, Wind & Fire song, Fantasy. It starts out... Every thought is a dream, rushing by in a stream, giving life to the kingdom of doing. Every thought is a dream, rushing by in a stream, giving life to the kingdom of doing. No person steps in the same river twice, because it is not the same river, and the person is not the same person. Contemplate this and share with me your insights. If you have insights that add to what I've shared so far, or maybe come from a different angle, a different perspective, I would love to hear about it. So until next time, this is your friend and host, Daniel DeNovi, urging you to follow your bliss, live your life from inner signals, as you live the epic adventure. And just so you know, the next time you listen, I'm going to be different. And so will you.